Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Aaron Chamberlake Show. Glad you're here. We've been having a conversation a couple of weeks in a row just to help you get focused on where you need to be with uh, healthy eating. And we know that by this time, a lot of people have ditched their New Year's resolutions. And so you landed in the right place because that's not what will not get you to your goals. We need to make some lifestyle changes and start learning how to nourish our bodies so that they will be fueled for the day, fueled for um, everything that we want to accomplish. And we need to stop eating like teenagers because it's really sabotaging your health, stealing your energy, aging you, and it's not working. Diets don't work either, and we talked about that previously. They do not work, and they never will work, for your long-term health goals. So we are putting some new things in place that will help you learn how to nourish your body. We're going back to real food. My name is Erin Chamerlick, and uh, you can find me over at my website, getbetterwellness.com, and this podcast, Instagram, Pinterest, not too much on Pinterest, <laughs> not too much on Twitter, Facebook, but mostly, if you like to listen, this is the place. It also uploads to iTunes, so you can subscribe to the show. So we are well into our 100-something episode, I don't know, maybe 115. And we're going to continue the 30-day Real Food Reset, talk about things that don't work and some things that do work. Previously, we talked about how we want to eat and build our meals and snacks around PFV, protein, fat, and vegetables. Protein, animal protein is really important. It gets more and more challenging to find high-quality animal protein, but that's what we're after, the pasture-raised, grass-fed, happy animals, wild-caught fish, free-range chickens, pastured um, animals, and their eggs and products. So, you do the best you can, and you're eating about three to five ounces of animal protein at a meal, and up or down, depending on you, man or woman, athlete or non-athlete, but at least some protein is needed a couple times a day because your body doesn't have a way to just store that forever, and it's using it all day long to build you up, build things in you, repair And it's very important. So protein, fat, healthy fat, extra virgin olive oil, unrefined coconut oil, olives, nuts, seeds, avocados, avocado oil, organic butter, uh, pastured butter, ideally, uh, Kerrygold, and Organic Valley has a pastured butter. Vegetables, PFV, V for vegetables, this is your healthy source of carbohydrates. We're ditching the refined and processed carbohydrates and trying to eat at least a couple of servings of vegetables per meal. And yes, you can have fruits too, but, you know, of course your taste buds will lead you that way when you stop eating sugar and grains. So, Keep a watch on that. You know, one to three pieces of whole fruit is enough for a day. 
So let's talk a minute about protein in case you're not sure what that looks like. It's fish, wild caught, could be sardines, salmon, cod, mackerel. Ideally avoid the large predatory fish due to the mercury content, but you can eat fish several times a week because the fish that we're uh, wanting to eat, the uh, cold water deep fish, (laughs) have selenium, which is a mercury magnet, and it benefits um, you to eat the fish. And the selenium, which is the mercury magnet, Uh, makes it safe and makes the risk very small. You can read about that. Uh, Just search Mercury Magnet. I think Chris Kresser has written about it. Maybe I've even written about it on GetBetterWellness.com. Other sources of protein would be chicken, turkey, poultry, ideally organic, free-range Beef, bison, venison, lamb, ideally grass-fed, organic, or other meats that you want. Eggs, free-range, will have the omega-3s in them. You can eat a couple of eggs a day. Maybe take one day off a week so you don't develop a sensitivity. Uh, Seeds and nuts, ideally uh, raw that you soak and roast which is a lot of trouble, but that's the ideal way to bowl. So it's better to soak and roast your own raw nuts at home since the salt and oil typically used by food manufacturers are not good. They're typically using the inflammatory oils and the refined salt. You can have raw almond butter, sunflower seed butter, other nut butters, but I typically avoid peanuts and peanut butter because of the mold that is inherent in that crop. Now, if you're used to the idea that we have to eat low fat for health, this was just a theory promoted by Ansel Keys at the University of Minnesota way back when they were trying to find answer to heart disease. And it was predicated on a lot of bad science conclusions. So we need to include fat in our diets from healthy sources. Again, extra virgin olive oil, unrefined raw, organic coconut oil, butter from pasture-raised dairy, um, nuts, avocados, olives, fish oils, cod liver oil, but choose a quality product like Carlson's cod liver oil with lemon, Nordic Naturals, um, Perk, EPA, DHA, Young Living, get quality. Carbohydrate, mostly from vegetables. So your vegetables like six to 10 servings a day. Remember the corn's a grain. Corn is a grain, so we're avoiding corn. And fruits, zero to three servings of whole fruit a day, not juice. And occasionally, um, if you're dying to eat grains, then occasionally a half a cook, half a cup of brown rice or quinoa, maybe if you're eating all the other foods, you probably don't even need it. Um, I mean, you do not need it, but if you're dying for something starchy, better to have a sweet potato. But if somebody serves you rice at a dinner, keep it to a half a cup 
and try and eat um, two cups of vegetables and three, four, five ounces of meat and fat along with it. So just remember, products made with whole grains are not whole foods. <laughs> and there are lots of products on the market that people start to think, well, that sounds good. Like there's chips made with chia and quinoa, but the first ingredient is corn, and the second ingredient is bad fat, and the third ingredient is sugar. So you're really just um, being fooled. These are refined chips, and they're inflammatory, and they're going to raise your blood sugar quite high. And a lot of the bags use ridiculous serving sizes, like a you know regular bag of chips is supposed to serve 24 people when you probably polish it off in two or three sittings uh, so that you end up eating, you know, three-fourths a cup of sugar without realizing it because that's what these chips are breaking down into. Trying to avoid processed foods, we avoid processed foods made with even some healthy-sounding ingredients um, if they're put together <laughs> in a processed way with inflammatory oils and corn. So if you do eat grains, um, you got to ask why. Maybe you haven't learned about what they're doing to you <laughs> as far as binding your minerals, hard to digest, raising your blood sugar. Uh, but I get it that some of you are going to do it anyway. So if you're going to do it anyway, limit it to a half a cup of rice or quinoa with your full meal of fat, protein, and two cups of vegetables. That's the only way to do it. Uh, but ideally, you let it go. Uh, pasta has no place. <laughs> it is so um, refined and really jacks up your blood sugar. With even a three-quarters cup of pasta, you're getting way too much sugar because it breaks down really fast into sugar. So if you think sugar is not your issue, let me throw a few questions out at you. This is a little quiz from nancyappleton.com. She's the sugar uh, lady who has written books, put together lists and quizzes to help you lick the sugar habit. That's Nancy Appleton, A-P-P-L-E-T-O-N. So here's your sugar addiction quiz. You can look it up online on her website if you don't have time to take uh this quiz on paper. <laughs> so number one, true or false, I don't eat refined sugar every day. I don't eat it. Um, I, number two, true or false, I can go more than a day without eating sugar-containing food. Number three, I never have cravings for sugar, coffee, chocolate, peanut butter, or alcohol. <laughs> Number four, I've never hidden sweets around the house so that I can eat them later or in your car so that you can eat them without people seeing you. That's number four, true or false. Number five, true or false, I can stop after eating one bite of candy or pastry. Number six, true or false, there are times when I have no sugar around the house. But... Do you panic and then go to the gas station to buy more? <laughs> Number seven, I can have sweets in the house without eating them. Maybe you live with people 
who are not trying to ditch the sugar and they're bringing in sweets, can they be in the house and um, you can be in the house without eating them? True or false? Number eight, I can go at least three hours without feeling shaky, fatigued, or getting in a bad mood. If you can, then you have pretty good blood sugar balance. If you are feeling shaky, fatigued, or start getting crabby, hangry, within three hours, you've got problems. (laughs) And it's called blood sugar imbalance. Number nine, true or false, I do not eat something sweet after every meal. Does your um, body have a full meal? And then you're like, I just want a little something, something, a little piece of something sweet. Number 10, I rarely drink coffee or eat donuts or sweet rolls for breakfast. Number 11, I can go more than an hour after waking without eating. Number 12, I don't drink sweetened soft drinks every day. Well, for the record, if you answered four of these questions false, this is what Nancy says, stop lying and get some help for your sugar addiction. If you answer between one and three questions as false, then you may be running through some yellow flags and develop a sugar addiction later on, unless you lied. So go back over the quiz online and see if you lied. (laughs) If you have zero false answers, that means you don't have a problem unless you lied. So come on, confess up. The one that maybe you have to really think again about, do you ever crave sugar, coffee, chocolate, peanut butter, or alcohol? That would be true for many, many, many people. They do crave that. So for the record, you may develop an addiction. And maybe you um, have to eat as soon as you get up. That's your second one. Maybe you drink something sweet every day and you think it's okay because it's an izzy or something, but it's bringing you that little fizzy sugar, even if it's healthier sugar. Do you need that? Do you need that taste of sugar on your tongue? Well, visit nancyappleton.com and take a look at all of uh, her content. She has 144 reasons sugar ruins your health. And a lot of it is not a surprise. But when are we going to realize that this is real life and this is really happening to us? Sugar can suppress your immune system. Have you been sick at all this season? Can you make that connection that maybe your high pasta bread cracker chip diet is really a sugar diet that's suppressing your immune system? Sugar upsets the mineral relationship in your body. What does that look like? Maybe you're not sleeping because your minerals are being depleted, like your relaxing minerals like magnesium. Maybe... um, you're drinking soda or your kids are drinking soda. As a result, they're drinking less water and things they should be drinking and it's ruining their health too. Do we have um, the need for sugar to be an energy boost or a pick-me-up? That's that's a, cl- a clue that you're not allowing your real food to be your energy boost and water to be your energy boost. 
So sugar can lead to alcoholism. Sugar can lead to tooth decay. Sugar can lead to obesity, arthritis, gallstones, heart disease, appendicitis, hemorrhoids, varicose veins, periodontal disease, osteoporosis. Sugar is weakening your bones. If you're taking bone drugs, that's weakening your bones too. But sugar probably started it all and not eating nutrient-dense foods. So take a look. I'm going to not read all 144 to you. So get the sugar out. The sugar industry would rather you not all 144 things that have been cataloged on that website. Instead, choose healthy beverages. Focus on drinking pure water each day. How much? Well, divide your weight in pounds by two, and that's approximately the number of ounces of water to consume each day. So if you weigh 150 pounds, make sure you're drinking 75 ounces of water. Yes, organic herbal tea counts in your total water intake, but for every cup of caffeine, add one cup of additional water. Most Americans are dehydrated. 20% Americans drink no water at all. They're drinking other stuff that's probably dehydrating and they can't figure out why they're constipated and have aches and pains and can't think and why their skin looks wrinkly. <laughs> so 42% drink two cups or less. That's still dehydration. But Americans are happily consuming coffee and soda and alcohol that act like diuretics and make us more dehydrated. For every cup of coffee, soda, or alcohol, we must consume additional water, additional one cup to two cups of water to offset the dehydration caused by these beverages. All righty, dehydration is associated with a lot of conditions. Very simple to just start drinking water. Your life might change if you just got your water intake up and stopped drinking so much of the other things. It could help your fatigue, your dry mouth, your dry skin, your dry eyes, cataracts, joint and muscle pain. Drink enough water and maybe your headaches and migraines will go away. Bladder infections and kidneys can be better. Constipation can be better. Depression can be better. Asthma, your lungs need proper hydration. Back pain, depression, heartburn, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. The list goes on and on. So try to get filtered water and not tap water, which is full of toxins and chemicals and discarded medications. According to the Environmental Working Group, ewg.org, Tap water in 42 states is contaminated with more than 140 unregulated chemicals that lack safety standards. So this is in addition to the 119 regulated chemicals. So the best water to drink is water you filter at home. My personal home has a whole house filter. You don't have to go that crazy if it's not in the budget, but at least filter your drinking water and get a filter on your shower that will filter out the chlorine so you're not taking a chlorine sauna. So the, the system I use, and you can get a discount when you mention getbetterwellness.com. Uh, I use Aqua Sauna, A-Q-U-A-S-A-N-A. -A -A. It's affordable. It removes, it removes the toxic chemicals, the minerals intact, which is why I switched to this 
from reverse osmosis. So from that, you can make your own flavored water. With purified water, you can add fresh lemon or lime with stevia. You can add lemon or lime vitality essential oil. If you don't have a good source for vitality essential oils, these are the ones that are approved for internal consumption, then visit my website and click on essential oils, getbetterwellness.com. You can brew your own tea at home. Again, organic herbal tea would be great. Pour it over ice. Try coconut water if, if you can handle the carbs that are in un, unflavored coconut water. Um, it's the best natural sports drink available. There are coffee substitutes. Green tea has less caffeine, but more health benefits, more antioxidants. Turns up the fat-burning, alkalinizing uh, benefits. So Dandy Blend is a coffee alternative that I use. I like a cup of good organic coffee in the morning. But after that, I switch to Dandy Blend, which is dandelion root coffee, and it's amazing. It tastes great. It doesn't taste like you're eating dandelions. <laughs> it's a coffee alternative that you must try. I think it tastes way better than some of the other alternatives on the market. Uh, but you've got to start figuring out how to reduce your coffee intake. Stop here. Pick us up uh, next week. We'll continue the conversation, 30-day real food reset. We'll talk a little bit about the benefits of apple cider vinegar and how you can incorporate that into your life. Visit my website, getbetterwellness.com, and we will see you next time. <music>